Hello, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes. This is Diana DeMuro as your host, joined by the lovely, spicy, spicy Michael Burge. Hello. Hello. Hot Takes is a Story Screen Presents podcast where we see new movies. They might be new in the theater. They might be new on the streaming. We here at Story Screen tend to prefer... We prefer the theater and spaghetti Mm -hmm. when we can. But occasionally we do dabble in the streaming arts, as they say. And uh, today we're going to talk about a movie called The Gray Man. Not to be confused with The Chestnut Man. The Gray Man. The Gray Man. By the Russo Bros. The Gray Man. By the Russo Bros. The Chestnut Man. The Gray Man. Not the Chestnut The artists formerly known as the Russo Brothers. Yes. And before we really get into it, I have a quick question for you. For me? For you. Oh, okay. So, Gray. Gray. Do you spell it with an A or do you prefer the E? Isn't it gray with an E is the color and gray with an A is like a, more of like a state? But you could also spell the color either way depending on like British or America. Yeah, I don't know about the state. Like I the don't state know. of being gray. I like, don't like, I don't think that's that matters. Like that's a gray area. No, I, I, that's There's just the, the word gray. But I, gray? Yeah. I think, okay. you know, as far as I know, some Brits do tend to spell it with an E. I was wondering about you yourself, your, your preference in your spelling. Oh, uh, when I spell gray, I just do A because I think that works for all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently, it could both could work for either of them. I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big wordsmith. Um, <laughs> well, actually, no, I am a wordsmith in the sense that I like to make up words a lot. I was going to say you like to give... make up words. You like to uh, occasionally use words that you think mean a certain thing. But you can tell what I mean by it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't always mean that. But you know, yes. I mean, yeah. Life wouldn't be exciting if it was all just yeah. painted to you. Yeah, of course, of course, course. course. I, I personally find the gray with an E is a, a touch more classy, maybe because I like the Brits. Like Liam Neeson's The Gray. Oh, The Gray. Is that the wolf movie? That's the wolf movie, and I'm pretty sure that's spelled with an E. Oh, oh, I haven't seen that one where Liam Neeson fights wolves, mm-hmm. but maybe we'll do that on Spoiler alert, he doesn't really fight them until the very end and you don't see it. Uh, it's in the trailer, so yeah. I don't think I'm spoiling too much, but you know. Barbie no, I was it. saying mine was a spoiler oh. that you don't actually get to see him fight the wolves. Fair, fair, fair play. But America, today... America came together in the same way of a national disaster when everyone went to go see The Grey opening weekend and we were not given what we were promised. Ah, uh, I see. So on our episodes of Hot Takes, if you're new to Hot Takes, this is just one of many shows we have on Story Screen Presents. We have a wealth of content over on our website, storyscreenbeacon.com. You can listen to our other podcasts. You can read our articles and reviews of the latest and the not-so-latest films of yore. And uh, you can subscribe for $5 a month right now to our premium membership, where you get even more niche, special podcasts like the Patents and Stuff Mm. and the Shrek cast. Mm. And we'll be making some changes to the way that that membership rolls out in the future. But for now, it's a sweet $5 a month for premium membership over on StoryScreenBeacon.com. But uh, on Hot Takes, we usually do a little spoiler-free time right in the get. And so, Mikey, on a scale of one to Winter Soldier, (laughs) how's, how's the gray man for you? Um, you know, watching a movie like The Gray Man kind of just like brings into the question of like, you know, what is a good movie? (laughs) 
You know, like, what does it mean to be, like, a good movie? To just, you know, competently execute moving images and sound together in a story narrative with a bunch of good-looking people playing characters and stuff. Like, what what does it mean? What, what do we talk about when we talk about a good movie? Because The Gray Man is not one. <laughs> it's... Um, <laughs> It's all over the place. It's really insane. Um, it is It is a bit insane. But it's like... It's, Why do they go to so many places? Well, that's the thing. Russo Brothers love going to places. They love <laughs> smash title cards. There's they a lot of them. love them. They, they've been doing that ever since Civil War. I think they even did it in Winter Soldier. Mm. But in Civil War, mm. remember, it's mm. just like... Queens, but a backup bell. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, they, they oh, do that. Oh, that song. They do it all the time. I'll yeah. have that stuck in my head for now. Yeah, several days. Um... They love doing that shit. They go to like, I think at one point, halfway through the movie, I clocked. I was like, I think this is our 16th location change. Like, <laughs> like where they're just like solidifying that we're in London. Yeah. Which also like, you know, if you're. But they never go to Budapest. If everybody's like, if everybody's like talking about Prague and they're like, we're going to go to Prague and then you cut to a new place with like an establishing sky shot, you don't have to put Prague over it. We get. That we just went to Prague. Sure. But they had to keep saying Prague. Uh, uh, I just spoiled something. You're going to take that out? I'll take that out. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, uh, roll it back. I, I took that out. I Kamate. took that out. Yeah, I got Kamate. it. But yeah, the title cards were a very interesting thing about it. Okay. But your overall. Overall. Pre-spoiler impression. Yeah, it is not good. Um, it goes it it moves too fast it moves very fast I really and this will be more of a spoiler thing I really want to talk about what we think this movie's about okay I don't know that I even want to talk about that but that's cool okay no no but I will enjoy hearing what you think it's about oh I don't know oh I was hoping maybe you had okay we'll we'll discuss but I find that to be like the less interesting parts of the movie I definitely want to tell I liked there were a couple of points during the movie Watching it, where you were like, "Calm down," to the movie. They do need to, like the movie. Well, the director, the Russos, the, everybody need needs to calm, calm down. down a little bit. And yeah. I kind of liked that because, uh, you know, you uttered that during another movie we watched recently, and this movie is not ambulance. <laughs> ambulance, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ambulance. Uh, where you were also like, calm down, but that was a lot more fun and of that's a ride. Michael Bay, Bay, Bay. Like, Michael Bay, Bay. He, that's his brand. Yeah, like, that's his don't, brand. Yeah, Ambulance literally has a couple scenes where Michael Bay references his own movies. Yeah, which and is it works because you're just great. like, he can do that now. He, yeah, he's earned it. And I'm not saying that the Russo brothers haven't earned the right to like really go wild and crazy with it, but like one, they haven't, and two. They're just doing Michael Bay stuff in this a little bit more little than bit. their Winter Soldier Civil War stuff. Yeah, and it's a little less, you know, it's a little less entertaining in the stunts department than your average Mission Impossible. Yeah, there's just no... There's a lot of CGI. There's no, uh, you know, um, certain something, you know? Yeah, Je ne sais quoi, so to speak. It, there's, there's, there's not a lot of motivation. not there, and it kind of leads you blaming the Russos because like you've got Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans and Anna de Armas like showing up to play. So that's that's my other point is there's a lot of really entertaining actors in this film, but the film is not very entertaining. The script sucks. The script it's really the script. The script sucks. <laughs> and because it was written by the Russo brothers and like their main go-tos like 
Mark yeah. and Steve or whatever they're, their names they're, are. They're Marvel go-tos. They're Marvel guys. Like, I just feel like no one was kept in check. They're also the producers, so no one was kept in check. You know, they're they're all powerful. And I see. Or or maybe not even powerful. Maybe they were just dialing it in. I don't know. I Who feel knows? Like Two hundred million dollars, like for like this Netflix thing, is like a lot of money to spend. Yeah. And Netflix keeps trying to find that that franchise that they sure. can like, you know, and they have it in the old guard. They should just make so many more of those movies. They're making another really, old really guard. Good. They're making a sequel. We'll see. They're always saying that they're going to make sequels. Just no, so I read it like, started filming. Is or it? Something. Thank God, oh, that's good. Do you know who's directing it? Uh, I didn't. I don't remember. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you, so you were saying there's all these really awesome actors. We've got Ryan. We've got the Baby Goose. We've got Chris Evans. We've got Anna DeArmas. We even have Billy Bob with weird toupees and wigs. And uh, But what I really want to shout out to, and maybe this is more spoiler territory, but I think my MVP of this movie is the costume designer. Because I really enjoyed all of Chris Evans' outfits. Chris Evans' outfits were good. I mean, maybe Ryan Gosling's outfit's not as good. Anna Darmus had some good ones. She had some she sweet had some suits. Good ones. Yeah, I like I like Chris Evans' whole thing of like, what if we just made this guy just look like you know an East Village yuppie? Yes, but he also does like really tor- He's like he's like you know wearing like boat shoes without socks yes. and like tight khakis, like kind of tiny up at stash, the tiny stash. He's got. Shirts that are maybe one size too small, I think but he that, looks good. I think those shirts are probably a lot like what Chris Evans actually wears to events. Maybe not sure. maybe not his casual around the house wear, but I feel like him on red carpet premieres, mm-hmm. this is him in movie shoots, this is what he actually gets dressed as, which mm-hmm. is pretty fun. It's another <laughs> annoying thing about the movie where it almost kind of feels like Chris Evans just is like, those are his clothes because he, he couldn't be bothered. But he looks super fine and like, I don't think that Ryan Gosling only wears baggy clothes throughout the whole thing because he wants to be comfortable like yeah. he's just wearing jumpsuits and stuff the whole Ryan time Ryan Gosling is sort of like a frumpy version of if Drive met the nice guys it's not as but funny he's not frumpy he's like ripped. no no I mean once he but takes like, his shirt off he's yeah, ripped I don't but understand the why they would like hide that yeah the wardrobe is like weird tracks. it's like Ryan Gosling has slowly become like one of the most in shape act like leading men out there like it, that right. wasn't always the case like in place behind the pines he specifically got ripped for that but like he doesn't have a shirt off and drive right. and like stuff like like you sure. just he's always had good arms he's just like lean mean but now he's knows. like taking his yeah. shirt off and stuff and you're getting like the ken abs and stuff right. and you're just like so you got a lot of america's ass versus ken's abs in this movie sure. you have the battle That's of the bulgy arms Mm-hmm. Um, they both have super bulgy arms. I, f- I would argue that Ryan Gosling's arms look fake because they've applied scarring and whatnot. But they, it almost made me question: Did they just put the muscle on there for him? Oh no, he's got. But the I know, I know, he's got the big guns. We've all seen the pictures. But uh, but yeah, my shout out is to Miss Judiana Makovsky, the costume designer, because I really did enjoy the saucy outfits of Mister Lloyd, aka Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. I think they did a good job. I think his his character is kind of like a. Like a more dickish version of his character in Knives Out? Yeah. More like violent, 
more violent. Very pretentious. Like sassy. Chris Evans is going back to that. We've talked about this before. He's like running away from Captain America as he, fast as he can. He's going back to like where he got his start, which is like in things like playing douchebags, like right. in not another teen movie and my favorite, my sweet, sweet cellular. Oh. Where he like plays douchebags like kind of with a heart of gold who learn a little lesson and they're actually not that bad. Right, but he doesn't learn any lessons in this. Think, like Lee, uh, what is it? Um, was it Lee Evans or what's his name in uh, Scott Pilgrim? Oh. Evan what? Lee or... Uh, Who are you talking about? In Chris Evans. What, his character's name? Yeah, what's his character's name in that movie? Oh, I, I don't remember. remember. It's not Lee Evans because obviously his name is Evans, but it's uh, something Lee. But it's like, th- those are like... The Chicken cut- Cutlet's Not Vegan, you mean? No, no, that's Brandon Roof. That's Brandon Roof. No, he plays the, the <laughs> skater. He's like... Hey, yeah. Like, right. he's doing that whole thing. And he's like doing the whole, like, uh, like the, ne- the next sound you hear is going to be me pulling the trigger. Right. Which is very similar to what he's doing in this, too. But, like, that's a very easy joke. Like, that's, you know, that's they're making fun of action movies. And this is a movie oh, that his is... Oh, char- his character is Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee. There we go. Yeah. It's, uh, it's he's he's just very... They're making fun of action movies in Scott Pilgrim, especially with his character. And it feels like this movie could be a satire and could be making fun of how Netflix makes action movies right now. It feels if that it was way. Aware of itself if in it was, any way. If it was funnier, then I would. But it's not it, it's funnier. It's not funny. It's not funnier. No, no, I said if it was no, funnier. No, I know, but it's not. Then, and it's but like, it's really not that funny. Because everybody's like, you could, it's one of those movies where you can tell that. It's crazy because it feels like only one person wrote this because everybody talks the same. Yes. Everybody is just like, everybody is like quippy, quippy lines, stuff like that. I'm like, I feel like usually in action movies, you want to only have like... One quippy. Maybe, maybe three, you know, like kind of spread throughout and stuff like that. So you get that banter. One quippy quipster as your joke. But like everybody, character. like one like guy who like, whose job is to like type at the computer, like has a couple quips. And I'm sure. like, is everybody just like... Yeah. It's like they know that they're in a movie. I also felt like, especially after watching Matrix, uh, I was just really bummed out that Jessica Henwick was in this as the character she was in it. Yeah. Because she was the behind the computer screen person. Person, And so was... Mr. I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly. It's like Reggie Jean Page, who is probably the best part of that first season of Bridgerton in for more reasons than one. But his saucy attitude, and uh, he wasn't so saucy in this. He was kind of boring. He just, you know, mm. wasn't so good. Yeah. So I don't know. You got any more spoiler-free, tasty? Chestnut nubs for the gray man? If you've seen any movie ever, you've seen this movie. (laughs) It's just like, it's, it's cut and paste, uh, colored by numbers. Yeah. And it's not as much fun. It could have been shorter. (laughs) Definitely could have been shorter. I mean, it's, you know, two hours is a good length for a movie. This one just crosses it a little bit. We we paused it a few times and, you know, if I had been in a theater, the action would have been bigger and I... I probably would have taken a bathroom break, I guess, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You know, but yeah. 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 All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk them spoilies. Spoilies. For the gray man, not the chestnut man. Spoilies. And we're back. So this is spoiler territory for our hot takes episode on the Gray Man. 
Not the chestnut man. Mm-mm. Not the gray with an E Liam Neeson man. Mm-mm. The gray with an A man of Chris Evans and Ryan Baby Goose Gosling. And the best A in the movie, Ana de Armas. Mm-hmm. She's probably my favorite. Which isn't saying much. No, it's not. But I think she's riding no that offense, high. No offense, I didn't mean that to Anna Darmus. I meant no, to the movie. Oh to yeah, the movie. I love Anna to, Darmus. No, she's not. She's awesome. She's awesome. I think she's taking the sweet, sweet street cred she showed in her brief James Bond appearance. Mm-hmm. She's building up to her feature-length John Wick universe movie, mm-hmm. where she's like a ballerina to kill. And this is somewhere in between. She's awesome. She's not amused by the bullshit quips, and she's really good. She can handle herself with the bazooka. So, you know, she's pretty cool. I think she's doing really well as an action star. I liked her. She was good. Uh, She was probably the more entertaining character in here, other than Chris Evans, in my opinion. But that, like we said, is not saying a whole lot, because this movie was really not very funny and not very engaging. No. I mean, that's the whole thing. And I it's hate like, coming on something and only having crappy things I think to say. Anna de Armas is great in the movie, but there's no character. Yeah. She's just Anna de Armas. Right. I can't tell you her character's name. No, I know. that. I thought that about halfway through the movie. I thought about us talking about the movie and mm-hmm. how I would be like, and then Anna de Armas yeah, says. She just doesn't have any character, but like she's a movie star. Her so character's just, Danny Miranda, which I don't sure. even remember don't hearing. Even, that's but the first that's time cool. I've ever heard that name. Uh, Ryan Gosling's character is Six, because Seven was taken. What's his real name, though? It's like Kraut or something. I don't know. He's got like a name we that's not We don't really real. hear his name they ever. They said at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, wait, what's his name? Mm. Danny Sauerkraut? His name's like <laughs> Kraut McGinley, and I'm like, what the fuck? All right. I mean, really... Sounds like a name someone would make up. Chris Chris Evans has Lloyd Hansen, Lloyd Hansen. As, which is a solid, solid douchey name. I yeah. like it. And uh, we've got Billy Bob. We've got Jessica Henwick. We've got Alfre Woodard. We've got Regine Page as Carmichael. Um, we have who I really love, Wagner Mora, who, if you watch Shining Girls, plays Dan, the drunk reporter in Shining Girls, and he's a gem. He's also in Narcos. And he plays a really weird character where they kind of give him like a receding hairline and a fake balding forehead and a limp and... And make him look much older than he actually is in real life. So when I saw a picture of what he looks like in real life, even his character in Shining Girls makes him look a little old. And I don't know why he's doing these movies, but I'm sure they paid him. I hope they paid him well, because he's a good dude. Yeah. So, uh, and we got Shea Wiggum for like a hot second being a dick dad. Yeah, him and the, 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 one of the twins from, um... From the boys, the boys that plays uh, Ryan. Yeah, like I actually, just show up for like one second. I actually didn't know that that kid was a twin until very recently. Yeah, I didn't. Well, because you think about like how young Ryan was when he first showed up in the boys. Yeah, shouldn't talk too much about the boys in case people haven't seen that and they're yeah. listening to this. Yeah, we won't. This we could won't. be the only Netflix no crowd. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't even have Amazon. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. the boys. We'll talk about it another time. Uh, but yes, the boys, and then we've got Julia Butters. That's her real name. Her last name is Butters. Yeah, I saw. I noticed that in the credits. Playing Claire, it's a good name, and uh, we've got a whole posse of assassins. My favorite being Danush, and that's his real name. Yeah, just, Danush. just one, one word, like mm-hmm. Prince. Big actor. He was really great. Um, he was pretty baller. He was my favorite. 
of all of the people that they fought against. And I really just didn't care that they were wrangling all of these supposed other hostage assassin people to fight Ryan Gosling's character. It was like a little bit of a John Wick hit calling it out. But I was sort of like, why would they want to attack this guy? If he's supposed also, to be a secret agent. why would agent? Carmichael... Like, I guess it's revealed <laughs> later, like, oh, Carmichael works with Lloyd because they went to Harvard together and Jessica Henwick's character, uh, Denwood Mark Robson, whatever her name is, uh, was Suzanne. also there with them. <laughs> um, which is funny because like at first i was like why why did he hire this dude lloyd if he could have just like put out a call and hired all of these people and like sure. oh lloyd is his way to like operate underneath yeah so lloyd's a private contractor yeah, yeah, so versus being in the cia yeah so yeah. he's kind of like running the show it doesn't necessarily have to go get him himself he's right. like oh i have tactics right and uh, the whole premise is that all of these criminals who have been promoted to the CIA, CIA are getting killed off. Excuse me. Oh, Drinking seltzer. Excuse pardon. you. Pardon a moi. On mic? On mic. I don't usually do that. Um, do you want me to cut it out? I don't care. It's fine. I'll beep it out. No, nah, it's fine. I got it. I think our, our story screen fam knows I'm uncouth by now. Well, now they won't know what you did because I'll have beeped it out. So they won't know. They'll be like, oh, did she say something? No, I burped. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so we talked about the crazy stunts, or, or not-so-crazy stunts. There's so much action and so many weird drone shots from above. Oh, yeah. How'd you feel about it? I hate it. It looks like garbage. <laughs> it's stupid. It's like I in hate comic it. book, it's like, there's, there's a couple little, like, takes on this thing that I have. It's like, the Russo brothers... Their style in the Avengers movies and the Captain America movies work because those things are living cartoons. So you're like, they're swooping, crazy, wacky cutting and everything like that. And over the top, sincere music cues and everything works because it feels like turning the page of a comic book or like yeah. and finding like a full spread and you're sure. like looking around you're like oh my god it's like yeah. really cool i love winter soldier it i'm not gonna lie great. to the public i love no, winter soldier I love, I, but i love the i love the paintball episodes of community yes joe russo directed i, I completely it. forgot about that those that's are great that's, why, that's how they got captain america that is wild it is but those are great episodes yeah yeah, yeah they're great um, it's one of those things where it's just like the person who, uh, I cannot remember the, uh, director's name, but, uh, they directed a bunch of episodes of Miss Marvel and they're the ones that directed the new Batgirl movie that got canceled. Aww. And it's just like, why would you do that? Like, obviously that movie has to have something if it's directed because Miss Marvel is a very well directed movie uh, show. You can have a load of problems with that show. Some may, meaning that you're a butthead and some not, but right, right. you can't deny that it's directed extremely well. Almost every single episode, it's, it's like very tight in there. It's very entertaining. But that's what's fun about like, you'd think something like a community, a show like Community wouldn't birth, yeah. you know, the next action directors. And that's because I don't think that they are. Like me, neither me and you have seen Cherry. Cherry. Which I think has doesn't... some... Action Make scenes me in it. Want to watch it no. after watching That's the trailer? Great. <laughs> Cherry doesn't make me want to watch it. Um, uh, and it's just the gray man is. Sorry, like, Tom Holland. It's all over the place, both 
figuratively and literally. Sure. It's just constantly moving from location to location. And even when you're stuck inside a location that a fight scene is happening in, it's constantly moving around, yeah. or cutting back and forth. There's sand and smoke everywhere because I guess That's the Russo brothers have ifs. seen John Wick yeah. and they think that, oh... It's fun. It's like they have a bunch of half-baked fun action scene ideas. They do. Like, the plane sequence was The plane sequence was just like, you know, what if we just like stretch out a fight scene from Tom Cruise's The Mummy? It's the same, <laughs> same fucking scene. Uh, um, now I just want to watch that video without the effects and them just screaming. We played that recently at the Mummy Pasta Night screening. Oh, and people, people had a blast. Oh. Um, uh, and there's like that one scene where Ryan Gosling, I think it's in the flashback, where he, it's it's the flashback within, I don't know, I guess it's just a flashback, even though like I mean, we, what, we started with a flashback. Just another Thursday. They do a lot of time jumping. Like well, I guess it's not a flashback. Years we start, ago. We start in 2003 with some great de-aging on Ryan Gosling, because really all you got to do is shave him. Did they say 2003? It's like 2003. Because I was clocking like how much longer oh, they were he like, would have. Twenty two years ago. Yeah, and then they're like bullshit. eighteen years later, yeah. and then it's like two years That's earlier, and then back to shave the, like, That's pretty funny. You just have to highlight his. But hair in that action scene, he's off. like got the flashlight, yes. and the whole bit of that scene is it's hand to hand, and he's just like swooping the flashlight around. Right. But yeah. the thing about flashlights is, um, is that you you don't really see the stream. Yeah. Unless it's smoky. Right. Which they put smoke in there so that you can see the stream. But then you're like, why is it smoky was in that, the house? Oh, in the house? That's when they were just in the house. Oh, it was just like shadows. It's just like little things like that that is like extremely nitpicky and I'll admit it. Sure. But you're just like, it yeah. was someone's job to make sure that looked okay. Yeah. You know? And it's like, all you got to do is like break something first. And then you're like, oh, it's the dust from that. And then I you're would, good to go. I would say my favorite fight sequence in the whole movie is in the hospital between Danush, Anna de Armas, and Baby Goose. Because the fighting choreography is pretty cool, and I love a good use the AED panels to shock somebody. It's always good. I always think that that's a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of cool stabby moves, you know, because you think Ryan Gosling's not going to get hurt, and then he does. I, mean, I do love that Ryan Gosling <laughs> gets stabbed and shot a lot in he this He gets movie. hurt a lot. He gets hurt a lot. There's a lot of blood. But because he's, he's like such a little slab of meat, you're kind of like, well, I can see how maybe he would be able to handle this. Yeah, but in real life, no. No, never. But he would have like, bled out fine. a long yeah, time that's, ago. That's fine. That's, that's movie magic. Out. I'm not going to get weird about right. that. But I love Chris Evans with his shot in the butt hurts and him getting burned on the back and his fingers blown off. So there is some good gratifying violence mm-hmm. if you if you like that sort of thing. Um, it's always just like the tone of this thing is completely off. It is. I think the because tone of like... Of Ryan Gosling is off, I, I would say. He's like a like, little too like morose. He really and, is. And full of dread at certain points, but then he's just like, I guess that's why they call it Taco Bell. You know, he's just something like that where he's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? What is it? He's, he's really, he's not funny like the nice guys, and he's not as cool silent as he is in Blade Runner 2049 and Drive. Yeah. So there's there's something in between that they're trying to do, but he seems like he's not having fun. It seems like he's not having fun. It seems like everybody's not having as much fun as they thought that the movie would be when they signed on for it. Yeah. Even Chris Evans, who is like doing like his biggest character since Lucas Lee. I think he's 
having the most fun. But sometimes you see him and you're just like, this is probably the eighth time he's had to do that. And he's just kind of like, yeah. he's kind of over it. I think he's definitely dialing in some like, he's channeling some Nick Cage type reactions. Yeah. He's like, he's really it's, trying to go over the top. Here we go. It's Chris Evans and maybe just about everybody else in this movie too, but specifically Chris Evans in this example is, um, I feel like his performance kind of shows me that the vibe that he had on set was this. You know when you go to an ugly sweater Christmas party and everyone's like, this is going to be so much fun. So much this fun. This is going to be so funny. But then you're stuck wearing like the ugly sweater and it's kind of hot, but you can't take it off because it's, it's an ugly sweater and you're just like there and everyone's like, it's fun, right? We're having fun. Yeah. You're just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. They're kind of just faking it a little bit. I just feel like sure. this movie is faking being a movie. All right. And they're just kind of like, well, you have to have the father character. Who do we get for that? I get Billy Bob Thornton. Everybody Billy Bob getting his nails like, pulled All right, out. Well, you got to have to have a like a precocious kid, you know, who can connect with the. And it's just like it's, he's again, too it's young to be his daughter, but nothing. she's his niece. His niece, yeah, of course. That's how you <laughs> do it, I guess. Because Billy Bob's old and wearing a vial of his own blood, or I mean, know. I've always liked that about Billy Bob Thornton. He doesn't take any shit. Yeah, yeah, he's sure. Good. Um, he likes his soul patch. He likes his soul patch, which. He rocks it pretty well. Sure. You know, some people can do it. Some people yeah. can't. Some people can rock a mustache. Yeah. Some people can't. True. Some people can rock a goatee. Some people can't. So tell me your thoughts on Chris Evans' mustache. I don't, I, I don't think he, I don't think it works. No. The specific, because I've seen him with a mustache before and yeah. it works. I think with this one, they've just like. It's very short. They, it's very short. And they very like militarized it where yeah. you just like, you get like a, a douche vibe. Any shorter and it would be Hitler, but yeah. it's uh you know, yeah, it's skirting the line. It's not a fun stash. No. Gosling's hair is a mess. He's not beautiful Kendall yet, even though Chris Evans calls him a Kendall. Yeah. Like they make Which him, I enjoyed. They make him like, you know, like they make Oscar him the Grouch at like certain points yeah. where he just like looks dirty and- I don't understand that phenomenon, but Okay. He's supposed to be more street cred because he went to I jail. I think the idea is that he's supposed to be like, he was kind of tossed away like nothing after the Sierra. Because like the Sierra program. stuff program is like defunct. It no right. longer exists. They don't yeah. make any more of them. Billy Bob's retired. Billy Bob's retired. And so they just kind of use them as like. Alfred Woodard's dying of they're, cancer. They're kind maybe? of like a difference between like, they're like the middle ground between like an active agent and, you know. A mercenary, sure. someone like uh, Chris Evans, right. Lloyd Hansen. They're kind of yeah. in the middle where it's like, well, they still technically work for us. They're kind of a throwaway character yeah. because if they get killed, no big deal. Exactly. They're a criminal. And he knows that. So it feels like he's been, I think the whole idea of all the scars on his body that like we we see that big gnarly scar on his arm that you talked yeah, about. Yeah. Like the idea that he has just kind of like been used and abused for close to 20 years. Yeah, I was wondering if that scar was supposed to actually be from his childhood i don't know who knows it feels like something that they would add on like that they would just kind of put in there where yeah yeah the 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 the, how much he's he's treated just like a weapon kind of thing yeah Yeah. sure um and so maybe that translates to like his haircut is like not that good like he just wants to blend in he needs to be able to just kind of he has decent hand-to-hand combat moves in the film Mm -hmm. but there is so much speed slashy slashy overview drone shot that it's hard to follow it is you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's not there's not a lot of there's not a lot of good dialogue it's not very compelling i don't really care about any of the characters so much i know he likes the 
the niece. He's. Yeah, but that's like that's why but, people uh, don't like kids in action movies that much. Yeah, it's but like, you know, well, yeah, you just want to save the kid. Like, can't you give me a little bit more? Sure. Um, but comparatively, and shout out to my baby because we'll have to do the sequel for our hot take. But uh, I think I liked Extraction better. Extraction. I liked Chris Hemsworth in Extraction better, and that was also a mercenary type guy getting tasked with saving a kid. In that one, he had no relationship with the kid. It was actually just the kid of somebody that sure. he was hired to protect. But, uh, but it's easy it was to just make film. someone care about, yeah. like, oh, get the, save the kid. Right. It, it's a, yeah. yeah. But I feel like this movie did a lot for making me not enjoy Ryan Gosling that much. Because usually, I, I think he's highly enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like that's a feat in itself. To make it, him a little boring. Yeah, I mean, it's just like everybody's kind of a little unengaging. Yeah. It uh, doesn't grab you. Uh, you know, Chris Evans' bit gets old pretty quick. It does. He's good at it, and it's kind of funny, but you're just kind of like, okay. Right. Gotcha. I wanted to see him in action more than being behind the screen calling the shots. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, they have their showdown at the end. Yeah, they don't kiss. They don't kiss. Unfortunately. Bummer. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and they're not as kick butt as you think. No, they're not. They kind of just like really just beat the shit out of each other yeah. right there, just kind of real quick. And Chris Evans is not that good a fighter. He's not that good a fighter. In, so in the film. In the film. So he starts, uh, cheating. Being, right. And being a little, being a little sneaky sneak. Saucy with, with knives. You got a little knife. Yeah. Stabs him a bunch. Um, and then the movie. Ends a uh, couple times actually. Yeah. And then it, it ends. ends a couple times. <laughs> uh, the old the old Spielberg trick of just like ending, ending, and it's over. Yeah. Uh, it, it's yeah. what do you think it's about? What do I think it's about? Yeah. Like, what is the theme of the Woo! movie? The theme. Yeah. I, the theme. You know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're trying to vaguely be like there are some, you know, like like that there's a some kind of code of honor to certain people and not to others. Because you have the Danush character being like, these these people are without honor. I, I take whatever, you know, the microchip or bullshit. I don't care anymore about the money. And you have... You know, and then the thing is like the whole reason all this happened. Yeah, so silly. And uh, the um, you know you have like Ryan Gosling, who is sort of this trope of oh he was in prison, so he must be bad. But then actually, oh he killed his dad when his dad was about to kill his little bro, Mm -hmm. and so really he's honorable in some way. And then you've got Chris Evans, who has no honor. Because he'll kill everybody, he doesn't care. And Carmichael, the CIA guy, Reggie Page, um, Reggie Jean Page, who doesn't care about collateral, doesn't care about killing kids who are also next to whoever they're trying to target. Yeah, stuff that bad guys in action movies have been doing for like 40 years. Right, so it's not anything new, but I would say that that's like the overarc is that, you know, Gosling's good and Anna Darmas sees that he's honorable so therefore she tries to help him so it's good to be honorable yeah I don't know it's like 
this. So. I don't know. No, no, I mean, like, thank you for trying. That's like, you know, very weak attempt to gather some crumbs from this crusty, stale bread. But, uh, yeah. I don't really want a sequel, and I feel like they're trying oh, for too it. Too great, too man? Yeah. It's gonna happen. Too great, too man! It's gonna happen. <laughs> or, I don't know which direction they're gonna go in. I guess they have to go in the direction of, like, the white man. Because they can't, they can't call it the black man and have Ryan Gosling be, like, the main character. Nope. Or, the, or can they? No, no, no. CGI no, no, no. is getting pretty good these days. No, 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 no. We're not going that. That's okay. Yeah. Any uh, any closing thoughts on the chestnut man? The gray man? The gray man. Um, uh, I like the shout out to my favorite flavor of Bubblicious. Oh. I think it was Bubble Yum, right? Bubble it was yum. the watermelon splash. Yeah, why is everyone like chewing gum so much? Well, that's a big thing in this movie is like he's chewing gum all the time. Right. Um, and he, he never swallows it. That's good. Um, yeah, he likes gum. He's chewing gum. Uh, that's 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 Ryan a, Gosling's a big mouth, a that's big a, mouth actor. Chewing likes, gum is a character trait, right? Yeah, yeah that's uh, well, that's Brian Gosling's big thing too. Is like his toothpick, his cigarettes, like kind of hanging out of his uh, lips, or you sure. know, like he's he's a big like mouth actor. Or, all right, okay. Or, like, he keeps his mouth completely closed and pursed almost so, throughout all of Blade Runner. He's a big mouth actor. Big mouth he probably actor. had to keep it pursed because he didn't have any gum. He's got a lot of mouth action going. Okay, on. all right, mm-hmm. okay. Um, that's it. Just the gum? You just like the, the bubblicious? I, like, I like the gum. Bubble yum? Um, watermelon? I like the big gun, Watermelon the, sugar? The big gun that he's got at the beginning when he's going to take out uh, the, the goon from With Winter like the Soldier. With inf- infrared? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. I would have taken some Frank Grillo any day in this film. Yeah, I would. I wish that Frank Grillo would like do what other John stuff? Bernthal does. Like yeah, I do love, jo- I do love John, John Bernthal. I'll just show up for a scene real quick and like act the fuck out of it. Sure. And even though John Bernthal does show up in action movies, I feel like Grant Frank Grillo is more in that kind of action movie right. kind of thing where he could have just shown up for like one little quick scene. You'd be like, oh shit, that's Frank Grillo. Cool. All right, moving on. Wait, you know what? I just looked up on IMDb. Frank Grillo is in The Gray with an E. Oh yes, of course he is. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Maybe that's why I didn't bring him in. Oh, maybe not. Because they want to reveal The Gray to be a prequel to The Gray Man. The confusing. The gray, the gray. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. Well, thank you, listeners, if you've toughed it out this long. But thank you, Mike, for agreeing to watch The Gray Man with You're me. You're welcome. And uh, talk about it today. We watched some other movies that are coming up on some other hot takes. Uh, anything else you're excited about that's coming up in the in the woodwork of films about to come out? We we watched Prey, and there'll mm. be there'll be a spicy spicy hot take with Rabe Bebe Anderson and our lovely Timmy Tim Irwin coming up, mm-hmm. uh, a future ep. And you can always catch all of our other content over on StoryScreenBeacon.com. You got any movies that you are excited that are coming out in the not too distant future? Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see Marcel the Shell. Oh, I do need I to catch, catch Marcel that. the Shell. I do want to watch Bullet Train. I've been hearing some fun stuff about that. I th- see that looks like a fast-paced, looks like fun, you know, nauseating motion that I might enjoy. Looks like fun. It does yeah. look like fun. So we'll um, see. We'll see. We'll see. 
Yeah, I mean, we're entering that weird area right now where, like, August and September, like, you know, there's 3,000 years of longings coming up. That's pretty, that's pretty exciting. You know, it's like we're getting there. Um, But we're not quite in... Fire of Love is about to start. Okay. Uh, The documentary from Neon. Volcano. Moon Age Daydream, the David Bowie thing. Like, those are kind of like the little guys we got coming up before we get to, like, you know, Halloween ends. Halloween and full-on runaway train of Oscar noms. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, listeners. You can check out more StoryScreen content on StoryScreenBeacon.com. You can listen to StoryScreen Presents podcast, which has all of our shows, Hot Takes, Cathode Raycast, Overdrinkers, all of our special episodes um, over on where you listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, you name it. We're on there. And please like and subscribe. We got to get those numbers up. and. Give us a little tweety tweet on our Twitter or hit us up on Instagram and let us know if you want to target certain movies in particular that are coming up. As always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Mikey. You're welcome. All right. We'll, uh, we'll give you another hot take soon. Peace. Bye. Bye.